both political, uh, independent political analyst and economist Dale McKinley. Uh, a very good uh, evening to you, and thank you so much for speaking to us. Uh, good evening. Thank you. Dr. McKinley, so what is your point of view, your opinion at this point? Is inflation targeting uh, the right tool for South Africa in current economic uh, climate? Well, let's let's be quite clear and say that this, you know, this this policy was adopted in 2000. Uh, so it's been we've been following this policy for 17 years uh, through a range of different economic climates. Um, and, and remember that in the early 2000s and mid 2000s, we had an expansionary economy. We were actually growing quite substantially. There was some increased employment, and we went through the 2008 uh, crisis and so forth. So. I don't buy into the argument that uh, this is an appropriate uh, policy simply for this particular economic climate. It has been used for a range of different economic climates. My opinion is that it is one tool, but it certainly has been overemphasized. Um, it comes from a particular school of thought, which is um, a very tight monetary policy, which was practiced in very conservative uh, economic climates, oftentimes in the West. Um, when wanted to rein in inflation in particular, but also uh, where employment wasn't a particular big concern. Um, So if we see, for example, what happened in the United States when very tight inflation targeting and monetary policy was implemented in the 1970s, employment skyrocketed, unemployment skyrocketed, and the economy basically stagnated. That's precisely, if we look at the uh, situation over the last several years, what has happened in South Africa. Mm. So I don't think that as a, as a tool it can stand alone. It has to be in a, in a basket of tools of monetary policy. It, ca- it, it cannot be simply on its own. Otherwise, it fundamentally discriminates against those without capital. So let's talk, about, working class. let's talk about the U.S., what you mentioned, Ben Bernanke, uh, when he introduced uh, inflation targeting in the 70s. Was the problem the inflation targeting itself or managing uh, inflation expectations? I think I think it was a, an overemphasis on uh, tight monetary policy. In other words, that inflation is the be-all and end-all. Uh, that if you keep inflation within a targeted realm and you keep it low, this means price stability is guaranteed. So this is the fundamental theory that uh, inflation targeting keeps price stability, and price stability is something you need. The problem is uh, this applies only to certain prices. So, for example, let's look in South Africa at the general price of goods and services that would normally be used by working-class people, the basket of goods. What we see there is the average inflation rate being 12 to 13 to 14 percent on certain food items and transport and a range of other things. So it's not a full picture when we look simply at a policy. We have to see who that policy impacts on the most, positively and negatively. And in a context where we have such inequalities and such high unemployment rates, is this the best policy tool to be relying on? Hmm. So, as we say, the school of thought is that inflation targeting eventually um, is aimed at uh, stimulating demand and, and I suppose, vis-a-vis growth. But um, is it working for South Africa at the moment? I know you say there's uh, overemphasis on it as a policy, but the question is, is it working for our current circumstances? Why not uh, target unemployment uh, and growth as the U.S. does? Well, precisely, and the question that has to be extended is who is it working for? When you say is it working for South Africa, let's, again, let's be clear. 
there are different kinds of South Africans. Uh, we have a, a South Africa which is almost an expanded unemployment of 40%. We have those that are uh, who have we, we just found out last year that you know a, a handful of people control about 60% of the wealth of our country. So clearly, it, for me, it's a legitimate debate to have. The question is, how are we going to have a basket of monetary and fiscal policies that are going to stimulate growth? stimulate employment, trying to keep prices within a certain range, but we need an expansionary fiscal policy. In the Dr. McKinley, do we still have you on the line? Really be restrictive. In other words, we need some impetus in the economy. We need something different. And I think it's a legitimate debate to have. I think where the concern rises is what are the purposes of that debate and how are we going to uh, stimulate the economy without uh, involving massive patronage and corruption. Mm. And it may sound like an arbitrary or even odd question, but which is better, uh, inflation or deflation? Because there are those who believe then uh, deflation makes things more affordable and accessible. Well, absolutely, and I think it all depends on, on, on what the, prior, the socioeconomic priorities of the country are. We are a very different country than, for example, uh, the e- many of the EU states uh, in terms of, of where we are and, and the employment rates and the inequalities in our country. So you have to adopt particular monetary and fiscal policies that, that relate to where you're at as a country developmentally. My position, I think many uh, others, is that inflation is one of those in inflation targeting, but if it's simply relied on too heavily and we don't have, for example, inf- expansionary infrastructural expending, social expenditure, uh, small-scale job opportunities expenditure, and a range of different things, as well as subsidies on basic food supplies for poor and working-class people uh, in a context where many millions of kids go to, go to bed hungry every night, then we are basically looking at the wrong kinds of policies for our country.